My friends have been adamant that I watched Chainsaw Man. And I always saw the poster for it, and I saw that got critical acclaim, and I was always interested in checking it out. In fact, one of my friends who knows how obsessed with film I am showed me the full intro to it one night, and we counted down like all the movie references just in the title sequence. So you have things like Pulp Fiction, The Big Lebowski, The Ring, Reservoir Dogs, No Country for All Men, Fight Club, Jeepers Creepers, probably a ton other that I didn't even realize at the time. Mm -hmm. But when I was watching it, like, I was trying to get into it. I saw, like, the first four or five episodes, and I was like, okay, I mean, it's cool. You know, like, the character designs, I think, are great. The animation is really, really, like, cool. I, I liked seeing, like, all the imagery that they made. But one thing that kept on annoying me was just, like, how kid-friendly or, like, tween-friendly it seemed like the show was. You know, like, there's a five-episode story arc on how Denji, the main character of the show, is trying to, like, fondle breasts mm -hmm. and, like, dealing with his first kiss. And I was just like, how is this show gain as good reviews as it is did you did you rate the episodes as you were watching them? i did yeah. okay so like the first five that you're just talking about now what'd you give the first episode because that one doesn't really concentrate first episode actually yeah i enjoyed i gave it an eight it doesn't concentrate as much on his obsession with women because this is just kind of his background it's right how he got his powers so you gave that one a, i give it an eight so did i so that's called dog with chainsaw and then episode two is really where uh we kind of see his immaturity come out yeah right um, he keeps on talking about like all the cute girls that he's seen and I was just like what is this well he gets put to work so now that he is half of a devil he's uh he's valuable because he can kill a bunch of devils and so he joins this agency and uh the person in charge he has a huge crush on yeah and so what'd you give that episode I gave it a six and a half okay so it was arrival in Tokyo I give it a six so I think we're in okay. alignment right now uh episode three Meowie's whereabouts that's where he gets teamed up with uh, another partner. Power. Power. And she's got her own. Like, she, he also has a crush on. But because she's also a fiend, which is a devil human. Um, not like him, but, like, more devil than human. Uh, he ends up helping her try to take her cat back. Yeah, meowie. That's, like, the one thing she cares about in the world. And then she betrays him. And uh, what what'd you give that up? I actually really enjoyed it. It was my favorite one up until that point. I gave it a nine out of ten. I thought that the ending fight scene with the bad devil oh, the was was great. It so was cool. I gave it a nine out of ten. I gave it an eight out of ten still. Um, and but but I agree with you. It was the best of the three. And then the fourth episode comes along. It's called Rescue, and it deals with the aftermath. I think of Meowie's whereabouts. And uh, who? What devil do they fight in that one? The Leech Devil. That's how it starts off. And yeah. Then, and then what happens is is Aki really wants Denji to be out of the group, but they have that little talk where he's like, look, I'll keep you in the group, but you have to like follow my command and follow my orders. And then he's like, okay. And then Power ends up moving in at the very end of the episode. That's right. Okay, so now it's Aki, um, Power, and Denji living as roommates. And you can tell that Power and Denji are just off the walls crazy and aki is the only reasonable like human in the in the building yeah, but denji is also like not really happy denji with is not cool him. with power because power doesn't want to bathe she doesn't want to eat vegetables she acts even more childish than him sometimes and it has one of the weirdest cliffhangers first off i really like the cliffhangers in this show because they end not where normal shows end like a, a climax will literally be about to hit and then that it like it'll just finish off mm -hmm. but this one ended with like yeah uh power she's in the bathroom and so is denji and she's yes. like you can finally cut my breast so the storyline behind meowie's whereabouts was the half the reason that he wanted to fight these this devil and get the cat back was because he was promised to be able to fondle her yeah afterwards <laughs> and in this one it actually by the end of episode four she traps him in the bathroom and says hey you get three squeezes right and he just almost has a heart attack 
because of how excited he is. Probably my least favorite episode. I gave it like a six out of 10. I also gave it a six out of 10. Um, and then episode five comes along. Gun Devil starts right in the bathroom scene again. And he finally gets his opportunity to squeeze some breasts. And what happens? We find out that... Uh, not only are they fake. Well, they're not <laughs> fake fake, but like she has padding. And uh, what, what else? And the yeah, the experience to him is just underwhelming. Yeah, I don't know what the underlying message is because... It's not as if Denji... Denji goes into, like, deep depression when he sees <laughs> these pads come off. As if he's been tricked. As if he has been let down. As if he has no longer... He has no feelings towards power whatsoever because of this. And it's just such a strange thing that she needs to have large breasts for him to be attracted yeah, to her. Yeah, just that whole, that whole storyline of me. I was just like, what is going on not, right now? Yeah, it's not like she lied about being uh, like people wear those yeah like, girls no, wear no. those it's not it's not that big a deal anyways uh so that episode though changes it doesn't just stick to that right it, it does have another moment where he's with makima right and she kind of starts talking to him about sex and it's like weirdly sexual like he's got the maturity of a 10 year old yes. that's what i think is so frustrating and probably my biggest con i i agree with you that's my biggest con as well he doesn't really like he's 16 years old i understand like puberty hits and everything but well, see the thing is you don't know that he's 16 years old i was under the impression that he was an adult i thought he was a young adult but i thought he was at least 18 and so did the rest of the cast it wasn't revealed until like episode eight when they're at that dinner and they're all drinking and he's like oh i'm i'm under age. Only i'm only tea. 16 yeah no he they, they say you can't drink and then he's like no it's only tea but and then he almost gets raped but like the point is he even as a 16 year old should probably be more mature than he is like he's somehow emotionally stunted even at that young of an age and when he's not fighting monsters he's either trying to get laid or he's yawning like it just seems like he had only a couple character traits and despite that the show still becomes really good in yeah, my opinion well, yeah I so mean, after I that fifth episode what'd you give the fifth episode i gave the fifth episode especially because it ends with a cliffhanger they end up on like the eighth floor of this hotel yeah. right and i was like okay i can see that this is probably turning somewhere interesting i gave it a seven out of ten uh yeah i gave it a same here so the gun devil is uh, introduced in this episode that's literally the title of the episode and then we also get aki's backstory and why he is so intent on on becoming a or on being a devil slayer and also wanting to find the gun devil yeah it's, inter it's that interesting was, because it, yeah. usually when it's entitled chainsaw man you would think it'd be about denji's backstory but no they never really show a flashback to denji at all it's really well just we about got we got a huge flashback to denji in the first episode the first episode really does explain his entire like how his dad died and how he then had to pay off the mob and how he made friends with the little devil demon uh the chainsaw demon and then it became him so that he could fight off a bunch of zombies it's just throughout the show though yeah, you because, really get the backstory on aki and himono yeah and aki's introduction is very interesting too but i i only wanted to talk about those first five episodes because it felt like its own first chapter almost Agreed. of the series uh and then it kind of matured itself not that those other jokes aren't still there like he still is trying to get kissed he's still trying to uh, touch people's boobs but like it also concentrates a lot on the overall arc which is to find the gun devil mm -hmm. which i find much more interesting so i agree with you those first five episodes were a little slow moving and if we had watched any of those independently i don't think i would have recommended watching the rest of the show i agree with that, um, yeah. so 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 go on so the sixth episode and seventh episode reminded me a little bit of umbrella academy 
actually. Hmm. Um, in the sense that you have all these characters, but a lot of it is just like kind of um, not only character development, but how are they going to take down this one monster when they're stuck in the hotel? At least that's what episode six is about. Episode six, for sure. Episode six was by far my favorite. Like it to took over number three being my favorite. And now then six was in a, I thought the show had stepped up its game. At that moment, yeah. No, yeah, they I, have to deal with like, the Eternity Devil. There was so many things going on, but they were stuck in almost like an escape room style hotel room floor they had uh they <laughs> and the the humor really came out here where i was actually agreeing with it because denji instead of being freaked out like everybody else or trying to break his way free he sees that time has stopped and he thinks this is awesome yeah <laughs> no this is that is exactly what i if i had the ability to stop time i've always thought i would get in some rest can you imagine not needing sleep and then being able to turn time on and then actually just never sleep. The clock starts stuck at 8.18. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I thought he had a great idea there. And then the rest of the team, which at this point we can introduce all the other characters. You do have Denji. You, Makima is too big of... Uh, she She's in charge of the entire public safety devil extermination special divisions. Yeah. So And this is only division four. And so... Aki is actually the leader here, and I call him the chain smoker devil, even though he's not really a devil, but he chain smokes like a crazy man, <laughs> and uh, he apparently learned it from Himono, who his his previous partner, who's also on the team. She's eye patch girl. She has a ghost devil hand that she can call on her own whim like they she has a contract with a ghost devil. i think she also is the oldest oh we didn't even mention she is the oldest we didn't even mention how aki in episode four although i did not like the episode has his own devil my favorite devil actually well, the he fox devil well, the yeah. fox devil was my favorite because not only did it look cool but also i felt like it was the most powerful and i yeah it was my well, favorite no it wasn't the most powerful later on we'll see why it's not the most powerful but it does have a really cool entrance yeah it can just bust in and eat something kind of like the about. snake devil that we learned about later um but he also has the cursed devil. However, when he uses or calls upon the cursed devil, and that's by pulling out his blade, his sword, um, he ends up like taking a year off of his life or something. It was like counting down. Yeah. And, and he used up most of it later on. It reminded me of the eyes with Death Note, where it's like, if you sure. accept that offer, then you're going to like cut down half your lifespan. It's a little different here, but. Yeah. Okay, so Aki is the team leader. You have Himono, who is the oldest, so she has seniority. And Aki and Himono have like a, a will they, won't they thing going on. And then you have the rookies, who include Denji and Power, who powers to me like Harley Quinn. She even has a blood hammer. <laughs> So it's like that comparison. She also has a thousand IQ, apparently. That was one of my comparisons to this show, actually, Harley Quinn. Strangely she, enough, I didn't think that it was going to be that way. She but. also feels like evil Ed. Like she's just that chaotic. Yes, no, she was Ed on steroids. I didn't think there was there was Ed a way from, that could happen. Ed from Cowboy Bebop. But yes. yeah, like even, even crazier, which I didn't think you could make a character like that, but apparently you can. And then we have two other rookies. We have... Uh, Kobini, Kobini, and Kobini, and she is a twenty-year-old, very nervous. But when she does use her abilities, not like supernatural abilities, but like her innate talent, she can really fight. The problem is she has constant PTSD, and she's really only there for the money. And so, like whenever anything crazy happens, she always clams up yeah. or freaks out. Um, in this point, she even like tried to kill uh, Denji, um, but so did the other rookie, Hirokazu. Arai, he's 22 years old, and uh, he's like the ace attorney of the Devil Hunters, where he just, everything he says has to be the classic anime 
Oh, no, 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 also, no. yeah, no, it kind of looks like the Ace Attorney as well. Okay, if we could, like, circle back to Cobini, one thing I really liked about Episode 6 as well was even though it did have that humor that we were talking about and it all took place in, like, this one floor, it also seemed kind of creepy. Like, the, the, yeah. like not only the devil, but in also... 20 minutes, they achieved a lot. But also with, like, just the characters, you have practically all of them, even Power, who we've seen work with Denji throughout the whole entire series, turn and be... Because the uh, the Eternity Devil offers yeah, to eat Yeah, but Power Denji. was honestly, I think, just having fun like i don't think she actually was afraid of anything so she was just like oh everybody else wants to kill denji but the reason the reason the eternity devil says if he's able to uh like eat denji then therefore that he'll let everyone else go off the floor yeah once they're in the hotel rooms and the floor long enough they find out that the monster that's controlling them as you said is the The eternity devil and it's like following them down the hallway and getting bigger and bigger and bigger because at first it was just a small tiny head yeah (laughs) and every time they slice it it seems to grow and it, it it does feel pain but it, it has the ability to not show its weakness its heart and that's so so it thinks that it can't die however it is afraid of denji and so it's asking for the team to kill denji and then give it its body and then it will let it let them free i also like so, the character building moment with aki where it was like yes he's the team leader he is one of the people who had the biggest problems with denji but he even knows not to like sacrifice denji just so everyone else can live well aki like denji has a crush on makima mm-hmm. so it came down to that being the first scenes that we saw between the two of them it was also it felt like by now the series had kind of made aki the punching bag it felt like even though he was the most reasonable even though he was the most sane out of the entire crew and had the most the most emotion and um, compassion towards people the most empathy that the the show wanted to kind of make fun of him for it yeah not he wasn't even like overly emotional he would just cry if someone died alone in his room Basically, he was the only character that acted normal. Every other character had some type, like, used their main trait. Like, most other animes would have been the main character. And I sneakily think that he is the main character of this show. You can make the argument. The first few episodes that we see him in, he's just getting his ass handed to him because he, like, he tries to warn Denji to leave by, like, kicking his ass. And then as soon as he turns around, Denji just comes up and kicks him in the balls, like, 50 times <laughs> until he bleeds and just like falls over and then afterwards makima instead of like kicking out denji or anything she has him become his roommate like she forces <laughs> aki to take denji in and then take power in and i just feel bad for the dude after a while yeah. and so yeah he is the only one fighting to say no we aren't going to give up uh denji and send him into this devil however that's exactly what ends up happening. Denji pulls out his powers. I was waiting for Himono to turn because I was like, I can see it in like, I can just see in the way the story is going because she's like the two main pillars. Once one of those pillars falls, Denji is going to be going into the Eternity Devil's mouth and that's exactly what happens. Himono is like, you know what? It's just, you you need to die. And then Denji just kind of sacrifices himself. He's like, you know what? Whatever, I'm just going to do it. And he jumps in and that's where episode six ends. He didn't say whatever. He said, um, I'll do it, but I'm going to fight the hell out of it. And even if I and if I win, you guys owe me or something. Yeah. We're even. Um, and so he jumps in there. He starts fighting it. He does a good job, but then it seems like the the demon, the other demon, gets the upper hand. But then he starts biting it and using its own blood as his own sustenance to keep himself alive. And then three days later, literally. <laughs> Three days of hotel fighting later, he beats the thing up. And I forgot if that's where we got the revelation where if Denji drinks blood, he basically is. No, it's not. Because he's he was biting onto the um, character in Meowie's whereabouts, the bat character, oh, right. to get to get blood back and then cure himself. 
So yeah, he's been doing that the whole time. Three days later, yeah, the Eternity Devil is just like, oh my god, I cannot take this pain anymore. Here's my heart. Please just kill me. Yeah. And then yeah, I give that whole episode an eight, but again, it's my favorite so far in the series. And then we roll around to episode seven, The Taste of a Kiss, where they're kind of celebrating the fact that they've just escaped this hellhole and everybody's okay. And there's a bunch of more cast members we're not going to get into, but Makima's also there. So um, Denji obviously is like conflicted because first of all, he's got Himeno who's promised him a kiss because of saving yeah. them from the hotel. <laughs> Even that scene, I was and, like, why? Why is this so important? Yeah, but it's important because right now when they're at this dinner, he doesn't want to kiss her in front of Makima. <laughs> Because he's got a bigger crush on her. Gossip girl. (laughs) (laughs) So he, um, (laughs) so Himono ends up getting so drunk though, she doesn't care that he doesn't want to kiss her. And this is where it becomes like, wow, this is kind of the underage thing really plays a factor. Mm -hmm. But she like starts to make out with him at the table. And what happens? And she throws up in his mouth. And I put in my notes, hated the gulping sound after the vomit kiss. I, I, oh God, I had like a visceral reaction to that. I was like, no. So when it comes to the stuff I didn't like, uh, I did find that the grossest scene wasn't a dead devil. And you saw the guts and stuff. It wasn't the zombies. (laughs) It was when he swallowed the puke. Yes, that was by far. And the name being the taste of a kiss, being the name of the episode, (laughs) is just the extra kiss on top it was uh wow and so he goes to the bathroom starts throwing up um the other rookie like this is definitely a bonding episode because the other rookie comes in there the one who wanted him dead uh hirokatsu and uh they kind of have their moment of like oh i i was jealous of you i'm sorry about that he's like why are you jealous of me i literally just swallowed puke yeah um yeah so i I like that scene but then it ends with uh them all kind of disbanding and himono taking denji home but to her home Right. Yeah. Um, what would you give this episode? I gave it an 8 out of 10. I gave the prior one a 9 out of 10. I really oh, wow. like how they resolved the uh, Eternity Devil storyline in this episode. Uh, kind of the second half, I was like, I could take it or leave it. I was like, it's entertaining for what it is, I guess. Uh, I gave this, I gave the last episode an 8, So I, but I was tempted to give it a 9. So I see where you're coming from there. This episode, I gave a 6, though. I just don't like the ending scene because despite Denji's rampant horniness and the fact that he he probably would not feel like he was being taken advantage of you have the oldest character of the group Himeno right and she's taking him to her place throwing him on her bed and then even though she's blackout drunk getting on top of him asking if he wants to have sex being all like it's just it's just uh it was a little cringy to me and then the next episode if that wasn't bad enough you get the very first scene where you see the same scene from her perspective first you saw it from denji's perspective where he's waking up groggily being like where am i and she's like oh let's have sex and now you're getting it from her where she's stumbling around her apartment and somehow that's supposed to make you feel more empathetic towards her i don't get it the one nice thing is that they they have Denji have second thoughts and be like, no, I don't want actually want to be statutorily riot raped. So instead, they don't have sex. And in the morning, uh, Jimeno apologizes for her actions. And they both agree to try to help each other get with different people. So Jimeno really likes Aki and always has. And when Denji asked why, uh, he said, what do you like about him? And she says his face in subtitles. But the word for his face is only one word, apparently, in J- Japan. So it was just cow. <laughs> so, so, so I don't know. It, it made me laugh. But, but talking about... The and, then, and then she promised to help him get with Makima. So that, that was the start of episode eight. 
Yes, and there is a moment in episode eight, very soon afterwards. And I think everyone that has, seen, that has seen Chainsaw Man knows what I'm talking about. Makima, she dies. Well, yeah. Like, so she's on the bullet train. That's literally the bullet train in China, or sorry, sorry, in Japan. And like they're going to Tokyo, or is it to Kyoto? Uh, to Kyoto. That's where it is. It's okay. And so um, they're they're on that, and she gets a bullet to the head, mm-hmm. which and, I found really funny. But, but that wasn't it, because then it cuts a commercial, at least on Hulu. <laughs> and okay. then and then when we come back, it's like everyone gets taken out. Literally, Denji gets a bullet to the head. Well, yeah, like. yeah. So they're all eating the div- rest of the division, or, or Aki, uh, Denji, and Power are all eating ramen at this ramen place, and then Denji's past comes back to bite him because it was the grandson of one of the zombie people from the first yeah. episode, and <laughs> he apparently has katana powers, so it, which are very similar to Chainsaw Man powers. But before he even gets a chance to use those, he shot Denji in the head, and then Himeno also gets shot. And the, the only chest. one left standing, yeah. the only one left standing right now is Aki because like the the hut explodes or something. And then we see all these cutscenes to other uh, division leaders and and the rookies getting shot up and killed. Yeah. Right. So like guns were a big deal in the show because of the gun uh, devil that they're all searching for. And so the only way that people get guns now is really with association. Yeah, to I think the gun this devil. episode is called Gunfire, right? Or yeah, it's like called that. Gunfire. And the only one left standing is Aki. And that's crazy because Aki is probably the weakest one out of Himono, uh, uh, Power, and Denji. And so we're like, oh, no, he's screwed. But then you remember his backstory and you can feel the buildup happening. And it's like, oh, he's going to use his one card that he hasn't played yet, which is that sword that he's been saving for his brother's killer. And he pulls it out and uh, and he uses the curse demon to actually be able to kill this uh katana Katana man Man. and and at first you're like oh man he survived what's what's going to happen now and then this random girl shows up like sword art online and she just raises katana man from the dead which sucks because it's like okay now he has to fight it again and he doesn't have any sword bullets left so he uses his fox guy right the, the fox, fox devil, devil to try to eat it and then it like busts out of that as well, well yeah the fox devil is like what you gave me was not human or devil like this is something completely different and then you just see like the inside of the fox devil just split open i thought the fox devil died there apparently it isn't dead because yeah. of what people say later on in the show but yeah that was a really crazy moment we're seeing a lot of people dying we've seen the rookies die we've seen uh about to be aki's death because this is when the Katana Man does beat him up and gets and stabs him and is about to finish him off. And what happens? Ameno, in like her final act, basically uses her ghost devil. And the ghost devil is like, there's no way we can fight this thing. And she's like, look, I'm going to give it everything. And I just need you to try she, and save she only Katana Because she gave up her eyes, she only had power of the ghost devil hand. And the hand wanted out. The hand was like, <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not fighting for you right now. And so Himeno promises everything about her life to the ghost demon if it saves her friend and you see you see during the fight you see it during the fight like there's just parts of her that continually are disappearing well because it's a ghost she like literally just loses them right so like her 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 arm just disappears i thought that was really effective i think i think this is probably everybody's favorite episode um yeah because then by the end end because akani comes out with her her devil and basically just akani being the little girl but by doing the fight with the ghost devil, uh, it provides enough cover, I think, for um, Aki to get away. 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Right, yeah. So uh, Power and Aki kind of just run off, leaving uh, Denji's dead body as well as an empty ghost where um, uh, Himeno used to be. Yeah. So And overall, so, I gave this episode a nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, I, d- I gave it a nine. Definitely my favorite episode of the entire series and uh, where, where the show stepped up its game and I thought I'm just going to be engaged in this thing for the rest of it. And it'll probably lead me to re- watch the rest of whatever anime that comes out afterwards because mm-hmm. it doesn't complete after the season. In fact, they're only like 20% done with the source material. And it's wow. really... All this stuff, like, yes, the animation is amazing. It's the same people who do Attack on Titan. I was going to say, this is Attack on Titan. The main character can literally turn into a monster at any moment, but it's like one of the uh, the protagonists. Well, it's a, it's a comic a common theme. The monster uh, fighting de- devil demons, that type of stuff is all common theme in anime. Um, you even have that other show on it, Netflix that's called like Devil Slayer or something, yeah, right? right, yeah. But you really do have to go back to the source material when it comes to the twist like this. So you can blame them for being so immature early on. Well, that's but the, yes. you can also say this is awesome with the amount of like what's going to happen next. It's so unpredictable. No, the second that this happened, I was like, oh wait a minute, what they're doing here is they are pulling an invincible and not an invincible the show. I'm talking about the comics. Mm. If you remember when we were doing that show, I remember I did research for it and I saw that like the first six issues are the most like kid friendly thing ever until the twist in the seventh yeah, issue. Yeah, and then it continued that pace too because yes. like you would watch those episodes and a good 50% of it would be like, am I five years old? <laughs> am yeah. I watching this as, as like a child? And then it would step up and, and be like crazy R-rated murder. But here, I thought they did it even better. Let's get into episode nine because I really want to talk about this one as well. You said episode eight was your favorite. Episode nine was probably mine. From Kyoto? Yes. This one I called bleak, dark, and no boob jokes. <laughs> but nine is kind of like the revenge it of start, all yes. the people who have been murdered. It starts off with Ghost Devil, and its final seconds before it just dissipates, it is able to jumpstart Chainsaw Man. Yeah, the hand. <laughs> that was specifically the hand because What's-Her-Face still had control over it because of the eye that she right. gave up. So Himono was the one who pulled that before just completely losing her earthly uh, connection. And then we got, like, the awesomest Chainsaw Man, like, it, Katana Man. We, we got a fight in the last episode, but this was, like, yeah, they were really building it up, and then right before they're about to get into battle, it cuts to the intro. Mm-hmm. And so... um has to do that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there are episodes, too, where he doesn't even turn into Chainsaw Man, which I found pretty effective. For honestly, going into the series, I thought the entire show was him as a chainsaw. (laughs) I didn't think he could talk. I thought that this was just a guy who in the first episode we see turn into a chainsaw demon and then stays a chainsaw demon throughout the entire. I was shocked when he spent so much time as Denji. Um, and, and I didn't, you know, yeah, you, you know crazy. what it is? It, it reminds me a lot of just like any superhero movie where it's like you have, you know, Peter Parker, Clark Kent, whatever identity, but then yeah, Chainsaw Man is just kind of like, you always like seeing the hero in their costume with like Superman and they don't overutilize seeing you. Seeing That's Chainsaw what I'm talking Man. about. They yes. use it so specifically during the coolest action moments that it doesn't ever become desensitized. Yes. So whenever it comes out, you're excited. However, if he was just walking around normal day doing <laughs> random stuff, 
as that character, you probably wouldn't be as as cool with it. So crazy stuff happens still on the train. It turns out that after the intro, Makima is still alive. Okay, so Makima's not still alive. At this point, I'm pretty sure Makima's not human. Like there's just been so many hints of what's going she on with her. She turned into WandaVision, it, it felt like. But <laughs> WandaVision from uh, the second Doctor Strange movie where she's just pure out crazy. Well, she goes to a specific like hut and she orders these on death row inmates and somehow they're available for release at like any whim's notice yeah. <laughs> because she's able to get them in front of her before she can even go back to Tokyo or, or Kyoto, whichever end she was going from. Yeah. And uh, and she's able to perform the ceremony where she kills off all the thugs who I think were connected to the mafia um, just by exploding them from hundreds of miles away. It's, it's worth noting, by the way, that Katana Man actually is able to defeat Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, so, several times. So, yeah, and, and even in the beginning of this episode, that's that's where the aftermath comes in. And, yeah, these death row inmates, they just say the names of the, of the people that... Uh, she performs a ritual and she kills them. Yeah, and they just pop into bubbles. In <laughs> the bloody bubbles. Akane uh, Sawatari, the, the villain girl, she knows what's going on. She's like, oh, this must mean Makima's alive because all her henchmen are dying. If you've seen Spontaneous, and, it's a lot like that. And right when they're still about to grab the body, which they need of Denji, they want his heart for the, the gun devil. But right before they're about to actually be able to take it, we get one final reveal about um, who survived. And it wasn't... Um, unfortunately, it wasn't the ace attorney guy. He had actually given his life and stepped in front of a bullet so that it was the, meant for it was meant for Kenobi. So that Kobini could survive. And Kobini was able finally to redeem herself for trying to kill uh Denji earlier on in the season by jumping over the snake that uh a cane what is it called when you when you summon it and she and she like beats up everybody kind of acrobatics it's yeah. the only time i think in throughout the whole entire series that we ever see her use her skills as a fighter but if you remember himono even said earlier on that she had the talent to do stuff like that to be a really good killer but that she was just too caught up in her own fear but because she was so mad at having lost her friend there and to someone who had like sacrificed themselves, she was able to put out of her mind her PTSD for a moment and show off her true skill mm -hmm. and save Denji's body, which they could then resuscitate. Save the top half of Denji's body. Well, yeah. no, even the bottom half, they they had to just bring it back and then connect him and then it molded there, itself. There's you know? a sad scene though, where she's like holding him up. Obviously Chainsaw Man isn't dead, but he's just not alive at that moment. And she's like, look, I'm, I'm sorry for like trying to kill you days earlier, talking about the eighth floor episode, the sixth episode. And she's just like starting to cry. And I did feel for her. And I felt like that was the most human she got throughout the series. Yeah. And what I was saying about Makima not being human, she never loses her cool. Even when she's like murdered, she never even acts. She never cries. She, she, she also has those weird eyes. Like there are so many hints that she's not of this world. And later on, we get that confirmed because um, the best devil hunter around who looks like Constantine, who they just called <laughs> teacher, right? And he's like a constant alcoholic, hangs yeah. out in graveyards, but he's the guy that they use to train up either their devil hunters or in this case, Denji and Power so that they can become stronger so they can actually fight Katana Man later on. He has a meeting with Makima where he says, are you sure you didn't know anything about what was about to happen where they killed off most of our division? Because the only reason we let you live is because you apparently 
are supposed to be helpful, like to yeah. humanity. So that's where I thought, is she an angel? And then it occurred to me the front part of the credits where one of the things is the thing with a halo on it. And I'm like, she's the angel. And I was like 100% <laughs> convinced. And then like uh, yeah, yeah, the it. next episode later, you have a literal angel devil and that's who I've been seeing. So she might not be an angel, but um, she's definitely not a devil and she's definitely not a human. Yeah, and a lot of so people, so is. that episode ends with like basically a lot of just the division people that are working for it resigning and- uh, Well, there's and, one in particular, everybody else was dead. Right? And I had to I had to give this episode again a nine and a half out of 10. So you gave two, two nine and a half out of 10. Nine and a half out of 10. I gave yeah. this one an eight. Um, I didn't find it as good as Gunfire. Gunfire, I think is, is all time gonna be one of my favorite episodes uh, for anime. And then uh, episode 10, though, comes along, bruised and battered. Aki is still alive. He wakes up in the hospital. Um, I think it's the best title because it really does. It slows down. Yes. It goes from yes, so much pacing. battle. Yeah, it's not And it kind of needed to. It needed to gain its own breath back. And it's how to prepare for war. We have uh, Denji and Power going to learn uh, or, or work with the teacher guy, who's the same person who taught Himono, uh, Humeno and, um, and Aki how to fight. Uh, so so they're going to get better at doing that. But he has the added ability where he can kill them and they'll come back to life. So mm. once they get good enough for them to actually stop him from killing them, that's that's a really interesting way of teaching. <laughs> um, but then Aki's storyline is that he needs new devil contracts because he's used up his cursed devil contract. He's not the fox devil doesn't the fox want to talk devil to him. is annoyed. It's like, why? Why do I'm not going to work for you anymore? And, and so <laughs> who does he team up with then? Uh, the future devil. Yes, and the future devil is also in the intro. I felt like I understood the intro. Like, this is this is the evolution. In the first couple episodes, I'm like, what is this? Like, who are these characters? <laughs> this is insane when I would see that intro play. And then by episode six, I was like, I'm understanding most, if not all the characters. I think I get it. And then as every preceding episode happened, I was like, oh, no, there's also there. Yeah, that, no, it's like the also that. And there's a dancing future devil in the intro that I've been seeing the entire time. And I was like, oh, that's okay. It, it's like the Cuphead intro where it's like the more and more episodes yeah. you watch, the more you understand it. I had that realization too. Not only that, but also the song behind it, the kickback song has become like one of the biggest on Spotify. It's the first one to actually break <laughs> into uh, the top 50 worldwide for any anime ever. Wow. So yeah, it's super popular and the soundtrack is... But it's not even like my other pro for the show is the credit sequences at the end where they would have a different theme and animation yes. with that. And so it was one of the first shows where I literally watched through. I don't understand the Japanese that uh, the title names and stuff, but I did understand definitely like how cool the like what, what the characters were doing in that and how they shifted. it. That's very that's very attack on Titan. I don't think they changed the uh, credits as much, but there are certain episodes where it's like the credit animation changes. So I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised when you said that fact that like the same people working on that worked on this map. Um, so. Uh, what'd you give episode 10? Episode 10, I, I thought it was okay. I gave it a seven and a half out of 10. I gave it an eight out of 10. So I gave uh, episode nine and episode 10, eight out of 10s. And then episode 11 called Mission Start. That's where they first go into what appears to be another hotel. It could yeah. be an apartment building. I don't know. Um, and uh, and they're fighting all these zombies that the um, the villains, that Katana Man and Akane Sawatari, the main villain of, of I guess, the season, um, had set up to make it difficult, but they call in all their other fiends that were working you get for shark fiends. Yeah, yeah, for the public safety devil extermination special division. And teacher says to the police, "If any of these guys turn against us, these are their powers." And so we hear this over yeah, like, narration yeah. of what each can do. And so, what are the fiends that we learn? Well, shark fiend, 
Yeah. Uh, he's just a massive shark head. He can swim through walls, and then he can jump out and just eat zombies. You you have Violence Fiend. And I was wondering, because No Country for Old Men, the reason I say that's in the intro is because the Violence Fiend specifically looks at his shoe, and that's how I realized what the reference was. But I was I kept on seeing him in the intro. I was like, who is he? Apparently, the mask continually stays on. Yes, because it is. releases gas, if, if, like poisonous gas. Yep. And then you have Spider Devil. She is just someone who she can, can kind of look a like a human, but then like morph into ten-legged spider that kills everybody. And then you have Angel Devil. Angel Devil was interesting. Angel like, I Devil thought it picks up a head and just starts eating it. <laughs> well, Angel zombies. Devil, they said straight up, like, isn't necessarily, like, against humans. Like, even all these other fiends, if they had their way, would still want to take over humanity. Angel Demon, really not so much. She just zaps humans of their um of their lifespan if, if they she accidentally close. touches them. Which was funny because Aki, he learns he only has two years to live, I think, in the 10th Do you episode. think that's why he handed her the handkerchief? That that, no, that's 100% why I did. That's I a was good like, connection. Yeah. And cool. so, and so, yeah, Aki, and then it turns out that Denji, they end up going up to the top floor as all the other fiends are just taking out the zombies. Because they're looking for Katana Man specifically, Katana Devil specifically, and Aki goes off looking for, um, obviously, the killer of, or the main killer, Akane's uh, Sawatari, who had uh, killed Himono. Mm-hmm. And Himeno. then, <laughs> and he finds her, uh, and then... Akane, and then he doesn't use his power. Yeah, He no. doesn't use the future power for no reason. He just put that thing in his eye. Who like that's the only thing the future man wanted was to be in his eye, and he could have used it for like precognition to know what was happening. He doesn't use it. He lets the the ghost devil the ghost come devil, back because yeah. it gets barfed back up, and then now it's fighting for the it, bad. And guy. it gets it gets the better of him, and that's where episode eleven ends. Before we get into the intro, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I was really excited to see the next one, and at this point, I was like, okay, yes, Chainsaw Man has completely changed my opinion of the show. I was loving it at this moment. What did you give the episode? I gave 11? it an eight out of ten, and I was sad a little bit, just a little bit, because Gun Devil wasn't going to be the main villain of this, and I really wanted to hear more about that. But by this point. I was like, okay, they've set this up where we're going to conclude the Katana Man and Akane Sawatari uh, storyline, and they're just the henchmen. So mm-hmm. I, and and then later on, I'm like, okay, so because we're only 20% through the manga um, storyline, Gun Devil's probably the overarching, overarching villain. That's why I thought ex- too. Yeah, the biggest one. And it's cool that we did get what we got about him. Episode, which, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, episode 12 is called Katana vs. Chainsaw. What do you think that one's about? <laughs> I was really excited when I saw the title for it. It starts off with Aki and Jimeno, and really it's just them at a restaurant. Jimeno offers him a cigarette. He it's ends a, up not taking it. It's a repeat conversation, but it's it's done before the other conversation. So Jimeno, I think this is like her last goodbye. Okay. So earlier we saw her introduce him to cigarettes and get him smoking. But this scene happened when Aki was even younger, when he was underage. Mm-hmm. And when she learned that, she pulled back the cigarette because she didn't want to get him addicted. It's weird. I, they did a lot of cigarette stuff. And I guess in Japan, it's still like a bigger thing. But in the U.S., if you see a cigarette ad, it's you're not in the U.S. Yeah. The, <laughs> so, so it just felt a little odd. However, it's very Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. And, and the main reason for it is because when he's fighting the ghost devil, the ghost devil opens up its hand and there's a cigarette on it that says the, easy The revenge. ghost devil lets him go. The ghost yeah. devil drops him, even though it was about to choke him out. And again, because of him, I know some spiritual connection she has with it, where uh, it, the last thing she was able to write to him on that cigarette was revenge. Easy revenge. Easy revenge. So he takes the cigarette. He murders the ghost devil, which 
feeds off fear and because he's not afraid it's it's really not tracking him and connie is like what yeah and then connie <laughs> sits there and i thought that she would have more at her disposal because she seemed like a bigger villain sorry not a connie a cane and uh and but but really he's able to disarm her because kobani kobeni gets up behind her with a knife mm -hmm. right does that make sense yeah i thought for sure that she was going to like slit her throat <laughs> i was just like is it but it turns out that aki is like don't don't kill her yet. yeah and kobeni's like, like i just want my raise chainsaw man chainsaw devil is in the middle of a fight with katana devil mm -hmm. on katana a train man yeah no they there's like a big uh they blast out of a wall they get onto a train it reminded me a little bit of john wick it was such a cool fight scene this was definitely by far one of my favorite fight scenes out of the whole entire series i mean you just see like even the sounds just all like the slicing and People the metal compared it to the spider-man uh tra <laughs> train fight oh, scene yeah i definitely can see to that. me it wasn't as good as episode eight's fight scene but maybe that's just because i wasn't ready for episodes eight's fight scene and this one it was like it was i was prepared for but it. both those fight scenes i thought were great whenever i saw katana man just such a cool villain and yeah it turns He's out slicing that people up he has that ability to stoop down and then like in a super mario or super smash game like fly forward <laughs> what's that character in that game that can do that uh, captain falcon can do it I captain know. falcon can, can sort of do it yeah and he'll just like slice whatever is in the middle yeah and so he so just keeps on kick kicking off chainsaw man's limbs right yep. And, one by yeah. one. and then and then chainsaw man is like i can still fight because he still has the chainsaw in his face and then in his head yeah yeah katana Sorry. man slices off part of the chainsaw in his face and is able to still speak this is where my suspension of disbelief went a little bit like i felt like they stretched it a little bit far but i was willing to go with it because katana man is like basically gloating over the fact that he's going to be able to kill well see this is chainsaw the man. opposite thanos because it was like aim i should have gone for the head he did go for the head you think it would just be a lob off thing though where he would just be able to decap chainsaw man no i mean it is a chainsaw so like it was he, he didn't go for the he wasn't able to slice his neck like chainsaw was ready for that so he blocked sort of but the chainsaw on his head the forehead just popped off but what he wasn't expecting what katana man wasn't expecting was that uh chainsaw man with his training with the teacher guy had learned that he can not only make his arms into chainsaws but his leg into a chainsaw and so in a previous, uh, people po pointed out that in the previous episode where um, the teacher had said something in front of the dying bodies of the of power or just the exhausted bodies of power and Denji, that Denji had his pants ripped. And the teacher was like, that was your best effort yet. So that was a pre, okay, like yeah. that was, it didn't show us that he had the chainsaw leg, but it was definitely foreshadowing, foreshadowing yes. that he did. And so in this episode, he uses that chainsaw leg and uh, Katana Man notices way too late and just like like a Looney Tunes <laughs> character just splits down the middle and falls over dead. Right? I have to be a little honest. I'm, a, I'm sad Katana Man died. I really liked him as a villain, but I understood why they did it. Obviously, this was the finale and that was going to happen. He's not dead dead, though, because like they just put him back together and then tied him up. And then in the, the ending scene was that Aki and, uh, and Chainsaw Man were just deciding to uh kick him in the balls as much Denji. as possible yeah i would that that yeah, part Denji. of me that part of me i was like uh no it's I, immature I like it. but it makes more sense when you think about what the cigarette said where it was just said easy revenge and it's like it's take, also a callback it's a callback to the fourth episode but yeah. yeah like i understand why it doesn't fit as much with aki's character as far as where his maturity is at but because it's sort of himeno's last wish and he had just said to uh denji Jimeno wouldn't want this and then he thinks it back to the cigarette and yeah. it is what she would want she'd want that easy revenge so in that way it made more sense to me than seeing Aki get beat up in the first four episodes or whatever 
So then, then we get the final five minutes. This was strange to me. It, I, I definitely enjoyed it, but I was trying to figure out what exactly was going on. A lot of, lot of foreshadowing to future events, I'm sure. Um, we didn't get a gun villain. We didn't get, uh, the battle felt a little fast to me. Uh, he didn't use the future devil, um, as Aki didn't. And uh, we didn't find out what Makima actually was. And then we, we just get this question as to what was that dream that we had already seen before at the very beginning of the show. What, but what does it mean? We got a little bit more of it this time. And he's yeah. like, don't open the door. So <laughs> His dog's telling him not to open the door. Makima is reporting back to her boss what happened. Uh, it turns out that a cane dies straight up because the devil of hers, she was about to give information. The devil was just like, nope, and just no, killed both Well, no, of them. she wasn't about to give information. But they, they, the they had her. Because it's the equivalent they of a like, tooth that you can put cyanide capsules in or whatever that spies use where they like, crunch down when they're like caught mm. so that they, they die. Um, yeah, the snake demon just comes out and eats her. But overall, I give this finale probably a seven. So all the previous a three, seven. the previous three episodes, I gave eights, and then this one because it's not that I wanted more; it's just that my expectations were out the roof. I just wanted to be surprised, 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 and to me, it just felt like I wanted more answers. And I understand why it's it's overall. I still would give the show an eight, and that's crazy when you think about how annoyingly immature the characters are in those first few episodes but somehow they grow on you and i think this one reviewer put it best they said chainsaw man sucks viewers into its fast-paced subversive storyline and makes them fall in love with its diverse cast of psychopathic yet sympathetic <laughs> personalities i gave i gave the main character is a psychopath oh absolutely because he's morphed into this devil creature he doesn't care when people dies he only really cares when if makima dies and if she does he would only really care for a few days but then some Somehow, a little part of him is still human. It's it's very finessed in a way, and and I, the only character that I is still my favorite probably is Power because she like clearly just wouldn't care if anybody died. So here's the situation: I gave the final episode a nine. It gave me practically everything I, I wanted, all uh -huh. the action, death, and also mystery, especially with those final five minutes that we all saw. But I had a realization after episode nine. Episode nine I watched last night, and after I saw it, I paused it and I kind of turned it off. I watched the first three this morning because I had because I was rewatched the first three. No, 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 no. I saw the last three oh. this morning. And I'm not sure if I'll feel the same way about it in a few days. But honestly, move aside Primal because I think Chainsaw Man might be my number one anime of all time. And well, Primal is, is it really anime? And, well, he, on top of it, out of all the 400 shows that we've reviewed, it's probably my favorite show that we've done. Ever? Yes. Wow. And, I, and I'm so happy because I called, I said in my best of 2020 review, I said... It always happens at the beginning of the 100s. My number one favorite pick. Why Woman Kill was 202. The offer was 306. If any part, if like 401. Look, if you if you think that truly, then you should watch more anime because I'm not trying to downplay this one, but like there's a lot of things you probably liked in this that you just haven't seen that much because you haven't watched any other series. But there are a lot of an animated series that out there that have similar oh, twists look, like look. great twists that um if you're able to uh deal with the immaturity because there's a lot of that 
then you will fall in love well, with no, the characters by the end of it. Look, in terms of anime, I do have to see, like, a ton that people always, like, talk about. I don't know if you yeah. have to, but, like, some people who are, if you like it as much as you were talking about, which it sounds like you do, then, yeah, go check some other out. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that out of all the anime I've seen so far, this 100% was my favorite, and I think, yeah, again, my favorite show if that If you say that, reviewed. you have to list the other ones, and I don't think that you've watched that much else anime yeah. i've seen berserk cowboy bebop primal uh avatar last airbender isn't really in another another anime um attack on titan attack on titan is probably the most similar uh there's only other couple things to point out i think that the gun devils uh th what they're trying to do is they've collected all these bullets that it's left over right and then they put it together and now it's like pushing towards the thing or pulling towards it so they're yeah. going to use it like a magnet to find the gun devil which once and, it's and found that, that again it's probably going to try to kill them that explains in the intro why you see that yes um but the interesting thing about those gun bullets is it reminds me so much of iron giant Right, because when his pieces like will always try to go back to their origin and like fit together like like a magnet, and uh, and so like what if they got it and it was just a big iron giant? <laughs> um, so th this premiered on October 11th uh, on Japanese TV, Hulu, and Crunchyroll. They're not sure about a second season, but because it has an 8.7 on IMDb, 18,000 uh, votes, and it, it's it's probably they have to make a season. second season. Yeah. they have to make a second. And season. apparently, this isn't even like hitting the coolest part of the storyline. Does it that gets, make sense? It gets crazier. Uh, it, like this was supposed to almost be preamble to what the coolness of the show is going to turn into. So if you liked it so far, you're probably going to continue. So yeah, you give it, it a overwhelmingly positive. I, yeah, I would. Here. I would give the overall show nine, maybe even a nine point five. Yeah, out I think of you 10. gotta give it a ten if you're gonna say it's the best show that you've ever seen for yeah, our for, podcast. for the podcast. I'm not saying it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. You know, a nine point five does round up to a ten. So yeah, I'll yeah, just the way you talked about. It. If you're gonna take all 400 shows or whatever that we've done and say this is the best and you don't sound like you're even conflicted about that um it might be a little recency bias but yeah sure uh 10 is, is it's the first thing. one i've given so okay. yeah thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye, bye.